Welcome back to the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. We are your hosts, Kenneth and John. We are founding fathers for this evening. Um, and as always, we are just uh, two middle-aged men complaining about wrestling. Um, we're going to have a few more complaints tonight. Um, but then we may contradict ourselves a little bit. More than likely. It's our we show. Usually do. We can do whatever we want. So, with that being said, we're going to throw it over to Hook to get us started with our uh, SmackDown recap. Yeah, uh, first match we had, I don't know if we want to call it a 30-minute classic, but it definitely went 30 minutes. Uh, we had Pretty Deadly and Austin Theory defeating Sheamus and the Brawling Brutes. It's a few good spots in here. Uh, I mean, it, it was good. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to find... There's a lot of positives that happened in this match, but I, I, it didn't really need to happen. I think it's just more about getting pretty deadly in the ring. I think that's all that was really set up for. They put him against Sheamus and, you know, Austin Theory, who are both, you know, really good in the ring. So I think that was more of a just let that pretty deadly get in there and calm the nerves a little bit. Yeah. For some reason, always had them. Well, not always, but as soon as they went to the main roster, I had them thinking. It'd be really cool to have them in a stable with uh, Seth Rollins. Call it like pretty freaking deadly. Ooh, look at this guy. Yeah, where he always comes out in like flashy stuff, and they always wear flashy stuff. So, such good shit, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm I'm down on it. I'm just <laughs> man, that would have been a cool idea. But anyways, uh, there was a there was a cool spot in this one where they had the triple white noise finisher all hit at the same time. That was kind of cool. It was, it was, I definitely agree. That should have ended the match, but they kept going. It went another 15 minutes. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, moving on along, we had the OC beating Shit Row. Michael Cole made this match fun. He, he makes every match when he's calling it against Hit Row and Top Dollar, like every time. Never misses. Just absolutely donking on them every chance he can. Uh, yes. Yes, and I'm I'm here for every one of them. Yeah, they're getting the they're getting the Baron Corbin treatment right now. Maybe they'll end up on NXT. I'm not calling I'm that sure. though. I'm not calling that one. I think I think SmackDown needs their their jobber tag team. Yeah, I agree. But you know, pays pays off to be right every now and then. You know, but so. Uh, next we had the Grayson Waller effect. He first brought out Oscar, and then EO Sky came out, Bailey, then Shotzi, then Lacey Evans, then Selena Vega. Uh, everybody Just, but Oscar saying how they have a shot to win money in the bank. And then, uh, go ahead. No, as Oscar's leaving, Bianca Belair comes out and attacks Oscar. Could have seen that coming. They set that up but, pretty well, though. They they did set that up pretty well. She grabbed the mic and was like, "No one's ready for Oscar." And then like had like one of those like horror, yeah. Then they had that like that horror movie moment where somebody's like, "I'll be right back," and the monster's right there. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they turn around, right there. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't mad at it. Uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, what Grayson Waller's role is. In SmackDown, because he's not really done anything else besides this so far. But we'll see. 
we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind it. I did love the part where all of the uh, women were in the ring, and he, you hear him over the whole the whole thing saying, "I love this. Bring more women out here. <laughs> this is the greatest day of my life." I think it, just about anybody would say that, though, you know, in that situation. So that was that was absolutely uh, that was absolutely hilarious. Uh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen him in the ring yet. I'll probably have to go back and watch on some NXT stuff. But, I mean, if he's on the main roster and Triple H and Shawn Michaels think he should be there, then I'll The last time I saw him wrestle was not too long before he got called up and he hurt his ankle because he does that rolling thunder stunner move where he, like, jumps to the ropes, kind of like Austin Theory does, and then ends up in a stunner. It's pretty cool when it's pulled off, but he went to jump in the ring the last time I saw him in a match, and he... Through his ankle when he did it, so mm. it's kind of like Indy Hartwell right now. Maybe he's not wrestling due to injury. He's just kind of doing shows and stuff just to keep himself, you know, on camera. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was ready for her to have her debut. I forgot she was injured, but uh, yeah, Indy Hartwell. Yeah, yeah. But moving on to the match that would make this show, uh, LA Knight. Defeats Montez Ford. Two guys that all three of us look really highly upon, and hopefully they all get a title run, or both get a title run at some point. But They need to, man. Jesus. I don't mind Montez getting his lumps right now as he's trying to do the single stuff like he did at Elimination Chamber, and now this. That's fine. I do see some heel stuff going on with him, though. Like him slowly Ooh. showing signs of wanting to be a heel. You think so? Yeah. Like every like you know, you don't see faces mocking their opponent very often. Except for John Cena. Except for John Cena. Well he wasn't always a face though. Like he had heelish tendencies. He never fully turned heel except for like he was never heel except for like when he first started. Uh, he like kind of played both, you know what I mean? Like he was the face, but then he would also talk shit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't though. know. Like, yeah, I know exactly the, what you mean. We don't see faces mocking their opponents no. ever. No, Cena, but yeah, he'll do like stuff like that, and then like the part or like times where he mocked Dominic. Given everybody does that now. Yeah, but, it doesn't. It's glorious when they do. Yeah, but... Absolutely glorious. Then LA Knight climbing the ladder after the match was over with. Please if let we, it happen. If we see that, we're going to need uh, three sets of paper towels for the three of us on this show. Because <laughs> there's going to be a lot. Yeah, and then we would request three bottles of champagne with whatever advertiser that actually wants to try to, you know, help this show out. Cheap plug for whoever wants to jump in. Yeah. <laughs> I like so, it. But uh, Next we had Roman coming out for his Thousand Day Celebration. I had a feeling what was going to go on from here, but we just kind of just let it cook for a little bit. Uh, Unfortunately, you have to sometimes. Right. Uh, Jimmy and Jay uh, came out with Solo already in the ring, and then it looked like Solo was going to turn on Roman, but if he sat back and looked at the colors everybody was wearing, 
you kind of had the feeling of what was going to happen. It was Usos, projected. Yeah, Usos coming out wearing white shirts. Roman and Solo both all dressed in black. Even Paul Heyman, all black suit. Crazy fan was... theory, though. What's up? What if we get a triple turn? What do you mean? Solo turns on the Usos, and then SummerSlam turns on Roman. But not, but not teaming with the Usos? No, that's how he breaks out of the bloodline and ends up on his own. Huh. Uh, I dig it. We have no disrespect to Omaga, but we have a Umaga with a better move set and a little more mobile. And can talk and can move. And like I said, I've never been a big fan of Solo just because, like, he's always just like the asshole of the group that just throws every match. So he's kind of got that stigma to him for me. But like watching him in the ring and stuff, and then like, like I think he could be a star on his own. Yeah, I found some of his indie stuff on TikTok, and he doesn't even look like how he does now. He looks more like Jimmy and Jay. Oh really? Yeah. Um. That'll that'll be a clip for another time. But sounds he, good to me. He looks like a different human being. Uh, you can definitely tell it's solo in the face, but. He moved and did all the stuff like Jimmy and Jay. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, let's discuss that outside of this. Yeah, it was almost like he bulked up to be... The Enforcer. uh, Yeah, be the Samoan Bulldozer. I don't know, man. I just... You know... I want to see it. I want to see Solo on his own, but... Yeah. What do you do, you know? Now, let's get to the part everybody else is talking about. That title belt. Firstly, I fucking hated it. The second they pulled the the cloth off of it, I was like, oh, cool. We got a Pittsburgh Steelers title belt here. It it looked so yellow. Like, it, it truly did. Like, it looked yellow. I was like, why such a bold yellow? But cooler hits prevailed. We didn't put our nasty opinions out there from the get-go. And now no. that I've seen photos of it not in the bright lights, it's not bad. No. It's the same style belt, just gold-plated behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what, what type of gold they used behind it for the initial reveal, but it didn't it didn't look good at all. It looked like just it looked like a yellow strap. Yeah, it did not a- help it. And then the pictures that they put on the WWE uh, shop website did not do it any favors either. It made it that made it actually look worse with the blacked out gems. Yeah, it yeah. didn't help. But the photos that they posted of Roman holding it in a staircase, it definitely looked a lot better. Now, I don't know if it's just Roman's a fan of that style title belt, you know, with the big W in the middle and all that, but. As we talked about in the group message, I think it was just a quick way to get a singular belt for the Undisputed. So that way, whoever wins it next can usher in the new wing eagle. Thank you. Love it. Well, now that we're at that point, how would you book 
said person getting to that winged eagle belt. So here's what I think is going to happen. We already got <clears throat> some uh, hints towards it. Some would say. Brock's going on his fourth month vacation. Cody gets into a qualifying match for Money in the Bank because he's not listed for one right now that I know of. So he gets thrown in one of those. Your theory comes true. He wins Money in the Bank. He holds on to it till SummerSlam. Cashes it in. But I don't think he does the seizing of the opportunity. I think he announces it, turns it in, sets a match for SummerSlam, and then goes from there. Yeah. Uh, or, or, LA Knight wins it, wins the new World Heavyweight, beats Roman, new double champ. Oh, oh there is not, there is, there is not enough beer in the world for me to celebrate that. <laughs> We would go absolutely crazy. Yeah, like I said, we'll get more of a a clearer picture of what we think it's going to look like moving forward. But right now, we've only had what one male contender match, no two. We got Ricochet and LA Knight so far. Yeah, the uh, if LA Knight was able to pull off winning a world title this soon, look. I'm I'm fans of I'm I'm a fan of a lot of sports teams. This would be like <laughs> this would be like Kentucky basketball getting back and winning that national championship again. <laughs> I wouldn't say like Atlanta went my Falcons winning the Super Bowl because there's not there's nothing to that level. Been there before, seen them blow it. It's not fun, but that's that's kind of what the Cody match felt like against Roman. Like we're at yeah. We were there. We, we we were about to win the game, and then come fucking solo. Just, just lost it. Well, there was two more matches announced for Money in the Bank, and it looks like it's Baron Corbin and Butch, and then Santo Escobar versus Mustafa Ali. I don't think Corbin and Ali win because they're already in NXT. But I'm not a fan of. Butch going in though. Butch is going to be the, your your spot guy. True. Every True. Money in the Bank has has your has your spot guy who just takes the wildest shit. He fits it, the mold. Yeah, it it never fails. There's always your one guy. Kind of like how uh, I'm trying to think of a random Money in the Bank here. Finley was in a Money in the Bank. I think it was like WrestleMania 23. Hmm. Like everybody else in that kind of fit the mold of like, all right, next big thing. And then Finley was just randomly placed into that match. And he took some of the nastiest bumps in that match. Also gave some pretty nasty stuff, too. I'm sure it was a butch. I also forgot that in uh, no, Dakota no, kill me, but I forgot that Shinsuke's in the Money in the Bank as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did take on the farm plow. I forgot. I forgot about it. I did too. It was it was a while ago, but yeah, right. Shinsuke's in there, so it's LA Knight. Then you got Selena Vega and Ricochet. Yeah, 
Damn. Uh, last episode, I, I'm doing pretty good right now. Calling him. So far, but Dakota kind of helped me with the Shinsuke pick. I just... I was going to lose my shit, man. If, if I didn't re that. So. I think he still finds his way in, though. I don't think so. If they do, I'd not... I know we all can't stand this dude, but if he was in a match with for the IC title with Gunther and they went to war for a good 20-30 minutes, I think our opinions might change on him. That's my hot take of the show. Mm. I don't know if I can agree with you, but I, I get where you're getting on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, if we if we got a match that just proves he can get up and go and sell and do all the things you're supposed to do as the as the monster that he's being billed as, I think that's the only way we can fully buy into him. Given our our opinion doesn't mean jack shit to what Triple H is booking right now, but So let me let me run this theory by you. I've been kind of playing on the the, the theory all day and I haven't really Figured out where to land on it. So, Brock's a free agent. Yep. What happens if Cody and Brock both get put in a qualifying match and then they're both in Money in the Bank? If they get both get put in a qualifying match and are both in the Money in the Bank? Yeah, so Cody versus someone else, Brock versus someone else. They both win and end up in the Money in the Bank match. Brock Lesnar doesn't do well in ladder matches. I mean, we saw whenever he won his, he he walked in late and then just won the damn thing. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't participate in these things. I don't think he'll uh I don't, I don't just think... try to stick it to Cody though, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz he already cost him one match when he was qualifying to take on Seth Rollins. That's fair. Uh I just I was thinking about it earlier. I was like I could see them totally doing something like this. Yeah, I hope they, if, if Cody gets in one of these qualified matches, they let it play out, though, and then bring Brock out before Cody's getting ready to win the damn thing instead of, like, you know, teasing us way before. Yeah. I'd rather, if you're going to ruin my day, ruin it <laughs> at the biggest moment. <laughs> be, be a legit heel, not a half-ass one. Right, yeah, just go ahead and just ruin everything that we've set our hopes for. Yeah, that that that's yeah. real hill work. Real hill uh, work is like, oh, you think you're going to win the biggest thing so far? Go fuck yourself. Psych, you thought. Not like, oh, you think you're getting that job interview? No, you ain't, you ain't getting that. Yeah. Like, like, no. Oh, okay. no, good luck. You, you only teased me a little bit. It ain't, it ain't hurting me a lot. I'm only getting the tip on that one. <laughs> all right well that was just my my hot hot topic for the day i didn't really know how they're how they could try to play more on that hard times with cody yeah i mean uh, he ain't even mentioned it in his promos yet just a little weird but oh hard times yeah this the second he mentions it, though, we're all going to be running around the room like, oh, he's a 
He said it. He said it. He said it. He said the word. He said the he word. He said. He said hard times. Yeah, and then we're probably gonna need to clean up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much there's there's a few storylines here that are about to get payoffs, and we're all we're all itching for itching for it. So it's gonna be so worth it. I think it's gonna be so worth it. Oh my god, it's gonna happen! Oh my god, it's gonna be happening! Out here benching it. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Uh, are we gonna get a new opponent for Sammy and KO for the, for the uh, almost at SmackDown tag team titles? The just the tag team titles in general. I think so. Um, I think. The bloodline story is solely focused on Jay, Jimmy, Roman, and Solo right now. And I think we're going to get a small break from that. Because um, now it's internal, and it's nobody on the outside. You know what I mean? Like, the turn already happened. Jimmy already kicked him. Jay's already sided with, with Jimmy. So it's not like Sammy can do anything more to cause further dissension in the bloodline. So I think that part of it's done. So I think you're going to kind of get them separating out now, hopefully. And let's just get them in the ring with Alpha Academy. Yeah. Or, you know, any other legitimate tag team. But see, and, that, and that's what we talked about one time before, and that's when I kind of gave my hot talk to that hot, hot talk. Hot take. Hot take was if you're going to have the tag team championships, for both Raw and SmackDown be on two people's shoulders. They need to be free agents where they can go back and forth to both shows. Yep. You it's know what I mean? If not, you're just holding them hostage. Right. At this point, let's you gotta defend them on Raw and you gotta defend them on SmackDown. And you gotta go to both shows to do both. Unless you want to drop set titles. You know what I mean? Or then let's hear, do it. Hear me out on this one. Do you remember when they snuck in a little thing with, I think it was, either, it was either Drew McIntyre or Matt Riddle when they challenged Roman for the Universal title and not the entire the entirety of both of them. I like it. You lose one title to one show and then, because they're drafted to Raw, okay, so let's let's have them go to SmackDown and lose it to uh, the Street Profits or somebody like that so that way we can get the title split. I'm just kind of over the titles being combined. That's why I'm glad they finally... I don't like the way they did it for right. Roman's titles. Where it was like, oh, he just didn't lose the title. We're just calling it the World Heavyweight Championship instead of the WWE Heavyweight Championship. It's totally different. And then now Roman's back to one title. Instead of the Universal... It's just undisputed. What? Now, if you look on the uh, WWE shop, it's still the same long title. Still Universal, blah, 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 Galaxy, Heavyweight, <laughs> Dick Sucker, whatever of the world. But Yeah, like I said, it doesn't make sense that I did it. I just don't think that Roman wanted to drop the titles or one of them. And... They're like, okay, well, you're no longer carrying two. You're going to have one. 
and you're going to technically lose the World Heavyweight Championship, and it's just going to become the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World. He made master of the universe champion of the world. I have the power. (laughs) Holding two different belts there, you know. Yeah. There's, we'll I mean, now that we've solved, kind of solved one of our issues with belt, or, or two issues with the title belts, with Seth getting one, Roman getting one. Next order of business should be the women's championships, the SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, flip flop. Just bring them, bring them on Raw and do it. Do the same flip that happened with Becky and Charlotte a few years ago. Make it. Make it even worse than that one, though. I want to see some calamity. Mentally, it's taxing trying to listen to the Rawls Women's Champion boast about it on SmackDown and the SmackDown Women's Champion boast about being the SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw. They both just recently won their titles. Let's just bring them back around and flip them around. Yeah. Makes most sense to me. Yeah, and hopefully we get out of this unifying championships bullshit because we do the same thing every 10 to 20 years where they'll unify them, split them, create something new, unify them, split them, create something new. Stupid. Like we had Jericho win them. We got the Universal Championship. Or not we Universal, got the Undisputed. Jesus Christ, undisputed, I'm sorry. We got my U.S. Yeah. mixed up there. And then we had a whole new big gold made. Mm-hmm. And then we had the spinner belt come up. And then that got put together with the big gold. And then uh-huh. we get the, the shitty scratch logo one version mm-hmm. of the whatever that is. I don't know. We had I'm the not, one that, I'm not you had the spinner belt. No, you had the spinner belt. That the Rock took, and then he had that one that's similar to the one you had, but it just had champion at the bottom of it. Yeah, that was uh, the thirteen to fourteen, I think. That, that was when they won. If you won the, that was when they combined that in the world heavyweight championship right. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So, and then that belt transformed into the one that you have behind you, and then came in the Universal Championship, right? Yep. And then Roman took that. Didn't let it go. Yeah, it it's a trend. Yeah, unless you're part of that is it Anawaii family or Chris Jericho. <laughs> That's the only way this works. I yes. hope I didn't just butcher that their family name. Nobody Jericho. needs to fact check it, okay? Just 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 go with what we said. Okay. I'm not gonna say it again because uh, That's a one and done thing, but Yeah. One and yeah. done. But so yeah, you have to be but, part of that part of that family or Chris Jericho to get to combine the belts and for it to work, or yeah. or just be Becky Lynch for some. God, well deserved though, well deserved. Yeah, they just wanted to call her Becky two belts. Then and I'm going to stand on that point. <laughs> as long as you have a point to stand on, that's all that really matters in life. But okay, yeah. But so uh, you got to wrap it up from here. Something, yes. Something, something, yes. Um, I've never done the outro before. No, no, no. I was going to so, do it. So I, I was asking, I was asking what I'm going to do. do 
is I'm just going to give you my letter grade. I'm going to give it a solid B minus. And the only reason that they're going to get a B minus from me is because LA Knight won. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it a solid B. Uh, the, the, the pretty deadly match was all right. Went a little too long. Grayson Waller coming over the microphone and saying, bring out more women, please. This is the best day of my life. Get, get, get some respect points for me. Now, here's what I'm going to say before you do the outro. When Drew McIntyre returns here very soon, hopefully Monday, if he doesn't, if he doesn't come out to Broken Dreams, I'm going to scream. I digress. You can go on with the outro. I just want the tens of tens that listen to us know that if Drew McIntyre doesn't come out to Broken Dreams, I'm going to scream. Yeah, we went from tens and tens to, or from ones of ones to tens of tens. We're getting there. We're We're getting there. We're getting getting there. there. Uh, Yeah, we'll go ahead and get out of here. So make sure you follow us on all our social medias. Follow us on TikTok. With the best name for an account on TikTok, Pop This Potty for the Cheap. Uh, yes, sir. Again, that is Pop This Potty Pop for the Cheap. For the cheap. Yes. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. On Facebook at the TNJ Sports Podcast. Still waiting for those guys to get some content out. Uh, make sure you follow those guys on Twitter as well. They, uh, If you're from the Louisville area or from Kentucky in general they put out a lot of news about Louisville and Kentucky uh, sports so with that being said we'll go ahead and get out of here Uh, this is Hook out and this is Kenneth out like a fat kid in Dodgeball